Hello and welcome to Season 1, Episode 1 of Words with Artists. I'm your host, Dusty Lynn Baker, and together we will meet amazing artists of all genres, uh, learn a bit of local history, and write a few lines of creative fiction. Today I'm joined by Judy Quinlan, and uh, we are at the Bex Mill, Grist Mill, um, National Historic Site. It is in Salem, Indiana, and Washington County. And behind the scenes is my sidekick and sound man, Austin Addison. Um, so Judy is an artist in many different ways. She is a painter, but she is also um, your writer. And if you, you don't think you write as well as you do. You really write well. Um, so she does some great creative writing, but her paintings are amazing. And she's a big volunteer here. So we thought this would be a great place to uh, do the interview. So, Judy, how did you choose uh, your field of barter? How did that come to you? That is interesting. Um, actually, my father gave me a paint set in, when I was about probably fourth grade, and it was a paint by number, and I liked it. And then he later then gifted me with an oil paint set, and I started creating that. And I done a few paintings and um, just kind of set it aside because, you know, started a family and everything. But we moved to the Bucks Mill area, and I just fell in love with the mill. And I started painting again. My first real painting was Bucks Mill. And I just absolutely loved every bit of it. Sketched it many times, and I couldn't even tell you how many times I painted it. I wish I would have kept track. I know, yeah, I was thinking about that as a question because I know yeah. you painted it so many yes. times. And so, so basically, you didn't go looking to become an artist or a painter. You're, it came to you. Your father kind of said, You're yeah. something fun, and you just kept going. Absolutely. <laughs> yes, he saw that I was really interested in it, and I kept wanting more and more, and he thought, Yes. This is her where she wants to go. That's great. I love that. So, how would you describe yourself as an artist? What type of artist, or like in like um, the style of painting that you do? Or uh, I, I mostly do scenes. I have done a few animals. Um, I have never been able to capture the people like what you do and everything. You do really well with your sketches and everything. But um, yeah, I just uh, I just like nature. The, I was really excited about doing the bumblebee today and everything so anything like that just really strikes me oh barns i really like oh barns and the fences and stuff like that so the bumblebee what that is is we do uh, monthly paint parties out here at bex mill to benefit um and raise money for the mill and uh we do different different painting every month and this month was going to be a bumblebee on a um a club honeybee on a honeycomb yes yeah Okay, and um, what do you do uh, to continue learning? Like, what, how do you expand how you paint? Or... Well, that's where you kind of come in play. I've learned a lot from you, Dusty, by coming. <laughs> you think, oh, well, she don't need to learn, but I do learn from you. It is different right. techniques and different ways you do things, and I have incorporated a lot of what you oh, wow. have taught into my stuff. That's so, great to hear. That's yeah, great. and I do like the glitter. Yeah, <laughs> I never thought about using glitter, and you just glam it up, you know. <laughs> so I do like it. I bought all kinds of glitter actually. Yeah. So I have been glittering things. 
tub does does really make a pretty snow scene with the, oh, the yeah. sparkles and everything. And we did on the pumpkins. The pumpkins. Oh, the pumpkins just great. made them gorgeous. Yes. Yeah, that's one of the things we do is with these um, paint parties. I, I like when I do a paint party. I like people to um, come away with different paintings. I don't want. 20 people to come away with the yes. exact same painting. I want it to be unique. I want people to have their own colors. Yes. And of course, yours are always even more unique than anybody else's. She always adds extra little things in. So yes. it's, it's pretty stop. neat. So what do you think was your biggest mistake? Um, something that you've done that you've kind of learned from. You know what's... Oh, gosh, yes. Um, I'm, I'm impatient. I want it to... I want it to be be able to, I don't know, I, I've always done oil paintings until I got with you and I started doing acrylic with you. And um, the oil paintings have to sometimes dry and they take a long time to dry. And if you do not let those paintings dry a little bit, you're going to end up with mud. And I've made a lot of mistakes with oil painting with my colors turning out to look like mad. And, and, and with acrylics, it dries too fast. It and so fast. I've really kind of worked, I'm, I'm working my way more into, I'm still doing, you know, of course, acrylics are great for paint parties and for teaching, especially first learners. Uh -huh. But I'm really getting into the watercolors and the uh, uh, ink and wash. Mm -hmm. I love the watercolors because they dry, but you can still go back and re-wet them. Right. And, and, and then, then still right, keep doing stuff with them. Yes. And if a line edge doesn't come out the way you want it, you just stick that water on that yeah. brush and put go back in, and it's just amazing what you can do I with the watercolor. I've watercolors yeah. in my art. Yeah. I a kingfish bird one time, and I just absolutely loved it. Yeah, it's, it's pretty uh, amazing. So where do you go from here? Wow, oh, that's a big question. I don't know. I just... Uh, I'm just anxious to retire here in a couple of years to where I can focus more. I really want to focus more on it. It's just not enough hours in the day. There isn't. I want to do so many things. Me too. And I keep thinking, oh gosh, I hope my hands stay with me and I don't get crippled up where I can't hold a paintbrush. Right. You know? and, and that's what got me into painting was my, I have arthritis in my hands and I have eye issues. And so it's just like... I used to do these fine little detailed things, and that's what got me into painting because I can be free and I can, you know, oh, when yeah. I sketch, I can do that urban style sketching. Yeah. So I have a very loose yeah. drawing, and I don't. If it's not perfect, it's okay. Yeah. It's not supposed to be. I like I like your style. I really do. <laughs> it's a good style for getting older. That's for sure. Okay. So where can any of our podcast listeners? Where can they see your work? Oh, well. Mostly at Beck Snow. I do, I, I have done a few festivals, and I'm thinking about getting back into the festival scene. Uh, I used to go to Orleans all the time. Uh, they have a good outlet for artists over there, the Orleans Farmer's Market, on Saturday mornings. But I haven't been there for a few years. But mostly Beck Snow has my items in it. And it is some beautiful items. She's got not just a regular painting, but... Um, up in there's a cabin up on the hill, and there's a huge brown sawblade. Yeah, it was just enormous. Down on the third floor of the mill, so okay. it was actually the mill's saw that or their sawmill. And then I last year done the sash saw that belonged mm -hmm. to the mill. So yeah, now there's a few items here and there. Yeah, around. so if you come here and you you know you're looking for Easter eggs, <laughs> just look for Judy's name. Yes, and you'll find them on different a lot of different paintings. Yeah, absolutely, a lot yes. of different things. So, okay, so what are you working on right now? Do you have 
All right, you have a project that's going on yes, at the moment? Yes, I do. Actually, I'm going to uh, hopefully wrap it up this afternoon. My uh, nephew redone his living room and above their fireplace, they wanted to uh, put a really uh, nice navy colors blues flower scene. And so it's been interesting with the making the flowers bluish and everything, but it's coming out really nice. And I just feel so honored that a family member would want one of my paintings. I mean, I know people's gotten my paintings before, but for a family member to say, hey, you know, I want, I want that included in my own it's really just an honor for me to be able to do something for yeah. them. I think it, I think that means more. Even when I in the classrooms in the school, um, when I go into different teachers' rooms to substitute, I'll sit there and I'll sketch a scene in their room, and I actually, you know, I capture their shelves and what's on their shelves, and I'll always put a student or two in there. Yeah. And and then I give it to them, and uh, it means yeah. so much. I don't want to take it and sell it. It means so much to be able to give back to them, and they have this photo of their classroom and their yeah. students. Yeah. yeah. I love that it kind is. of thing. Oh, it's, I sure that the gift, the gift to you is amazing. It is amazing. Okay, so, um, and anything that you have coming up within the next month or two or like from uh, the next, you know, so especially this summer now, we're really yeah. getting close to the summer. Yeah, we've got the fair coming up and that always, you know, makes me want to strike up something new to maybe enter in the fair. I didn't get it done last year, but... I am wanting to get something started because that's just within a few weeks right. and everything. And I always enjoy going to the fair because I see everybody else's work. And, yeah. and, and it's all things, not just paintings, you know, their needlework and all that. It's just really interesting and sparks some ideas sometimes. To, yeah. And to you do the fiber, you know, you're involved with the fiber. I don't know what yeah. all you do with fiber, but... I know we had the fiber revival here last Saturday. Yes. Um, that was a week ago yesterday and uh like the peacemaker quotes were here um, washington county and you know and you go upstairs and you've got you have, we actually had people outside the door shearing sheep taking the wool upstairs i know and then they're turning the wool spinning it and then people are over there yeah weaving making it you know weaving and, and yeah and yeah it's amazing it is <laughs> and then you know like you said the quilters I mean, her quilts are made with that wool because she does the, the felt applique on her quilts. And, you know, IU just really comes in and embraces the mill when they, they come and has all the different students doing different things. The tie-dye was with natural dyes. And that's an art. Mm -hmm. That's an art because you actually are making your own style of scarf that you want to do and deciding which dyes you want to combine it. it it's that. an art knowing the nature to yes. find those things to do those dyes and right. yeah it is amazing the walnut and that walnut and marigold and yeah. everything that, it, that makes those colors for your clothing it's just been a thumb you know <laughs> <laughs> so um what i'd like you to do is tell me tell me about i mean you know you're so tied to the mill but okay. can you tell me uh about the mill tell me about um you know, the historical significance and just, you know. Just Absolutely. Well, they do consider it a gem um, of Washington County, but it's also considered to be a missing link because um, this mill here actually does so many different items. Um, it does not only does corn milling, it has the wheat processing, you have your wool parting, and at one time they actually um, had a sawmill attached to it too. 
So it done a lot of different things. But what my story that I love the best is about Essie Beck Allen because she changed it to a tourist attraction. And she's the one that created all the little tables, the geo tables, and the different little concrete items that you'll see, flower pots made out of the rocks, and some cave items. Her greenhouse that she done is um, made out of cave. Some of it's cave formations. And she did this in the 1800s? It would have been the early 1900s. Early 1900s. Yeah, that she done and changed it to a tourist attraction. So she even had, um, talk about a, a gardening artist, um, on the hillside she had laid out daffodils in the shape of Indiana. And it, they still come up, but they don't look like Indiana yeah. any longer. But you say, oh, I know, that's her Indiana, you know. <laughs> but she did do. And, and your art, artistry, you know, can come in so many different forms and everything. And she had a vision, and she wanted this to be very pretty. So she used a lot of it in the gardening technique. Yeah. So that's, it's a hundred years, over a hundred years. Oh, yeah, yeah, over a hundred years of her daffodil Indiana, you know, and her geodes and, and all her little creations. It, and stuff. what's amazing is the room we're in right now, this is an open floor yeah, dining room, and this was hers also. It was. She served chicken dinners out of here. Mm-hmm. I think it was a 1920s Evansville newspaper proclaimed Beck's Mill, the best tourist attraction, best chicken dinner. She just had to let her know the night before how many chickens to chop up <laughs> for you. And I always thought Essie was the cook, but I found out later from... Joyce Anderson, she she was the seventh generation back. She said it was actually um, Emma Jane, her mother, that done the chicken and dumpling cooking. But Essie's always gotten credit. Yeah. <laughs> and then the sound you hear in the background too is the water. I yeah. mean, and hopefully it's not draining us out too much, but it is just so amazing to sit here and to listen to this water. And it's just down from us. I mean, we're right above the mill, and it's just the water is just right next to us and down from us. But um, it also is cool. It's just oh, yeah. amazing the feel in this in this natural realm. air conditioner. Yeah, yeah. It, it is, is amazing. Right. So what we're gonna do? So this is this is what I call our Bowman minute. <laughs> I and love you know, Kathy. Kathy, yes. Kathy Bowman. So yes. So um, I am gonna choose three words from our conversation. Okay. Um, let me think. Let me do this. I'm gonna choose. I'm going to choose wool. Okay. And then I'm going to choose daffodils. Okay. And then we'll go with Indiana today. Okay. Okay, so Austin, you're going to set a timer for us for one minute. All right? And uh, what we're going to do is we're going to do what's called the Bowman Minute, and we are just going to free write. We're going to think about things that we talked about. And we're going to take these three words and we're going to focus on them and we're just going to free write. So basically what that means is you, if you want to follow along with us, just get a paper and a pen and you just think about those three words and just write whatever comes to your mind. Don't try to do structure. Don't try to do anything. Just just write. And just let your mind just kind of go with it. Okay. So let us know when you're ready, Austin. Go. Are you ready? Go. All right.
five, four, three, two, one. Time's up. Oh. All right. Okay. All right. Film a minute. Here we go. All right. So the fourth guest goes first. So let's hear what you wrote. My ink ran out. Oh no! <laughs> and it was started back. And it was up. a brand new pen. It was a brand new pen. Okay. So you what we got? Indiana daffodils. Um, are beautifully blooming on the best hill in the springtime. The sheep are grazing at the bottom of the hill, awaiting their wool to be removed. Oh, wow. <laughs> see? Don't tell me all, see? Okay. I could have kept going with those sheep. <laughs> I ran the your Austin. So, you didn't so we'll have to name. write that for you later. You can take the pencil and the, do the little yeah, secret, secret message thing right there. Right. Okay, so I'm gonna grab my glasses so I can read this. So this is mine. I have, um. The daffodils form a history of this place, a soft coloring now spread by nature and the love of time and growth. In the mill, the wool is taken to new creation. Ah, and that's yes, as beautiful. far as I got. One minute, it's amazing. Yes. What? And now I want to keep writing that. I don't I want know, to know, that's why with me, I just, like I said, I you want to You gotta take going. it home and finish it. That's what you gotta do. Gotta take it home and finish it. That was fun, that was fun, <laughs> Well, um, I, I gotta thank you so much, Judy, for doing this with me. Um, this is the first one, it's our experiment. Yeah. We have we have had some technical issues, but that's okay. It's it's fun and we're getting it and we're doing everything. I enjoyed it, thank so, you. For my listeners, um, these free writing exercises will be posted. I would love to read your writings too, so jump in the conversation and share what you've written from today's in the comments. Um, and be sure to join me um, every Monday in our Entertain the Ghost of Our Past while sipping a bit of tea and having some words with artists. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs>